Hi, I'm Kimberly, and I'll be reading the Coalition News for you. This is the Spring Edition 2023, and this edition we're focusing on getting more active. So on the front page, we have a picture of Katie and Jane stroking a horse at the recent riding event. The content for this newsletter is welcome, news, get involved, technology, mental health, physical activity news, dates for your diary, contact us. There is a letter from Nikki which reads, Dear Coalition members, I'm very pleased to be writing to you as the new Chief Executive of Zuri Coalition of Disabled People. How lucky am I to work with lovely and inspiring people? I'm really excited about working with you over the coming months. We have focused this issue on getting active. Spring has arrived and with the longer days on their way, a great time of year to get out for a walk or a wheel or just spend some time outside. Katie, our physical activity navigator, has a packed program for us this year. The past three months have certainly been busy. We have been regulars at the Houses of Parliament during February, with a group of members travelling to number 10 Downing Street. We delivered a letter to support the National Federation of the Blind's petition to keep staff in train station ticket offices and keep guards on trains. More on this in this issue. I also had the privilege of presenting at the All-Party Parliamentary Group for Assistive Technology to talk to them about our Tech to Connect project. In other campaigning news, we are pleased to have scheduled regular meetings with Surrey Wheelchair Services so we can feedback your experiences. Thank you to the people that have shared their experiences with us so far. We still want to hear from anybody that's used the service, so do get in touch. You will have seen that we have launched our cost of living report. Thanks so much to all of you that took part. It has made such a difference. Sadly, the report makes for difficult reading, but we have been able to use the findings to secure further funding for our members via the Household Support Fund. We continue to share the findings across the county. Finally, the mental health team have published an important piece of research on admissions and discharges from UK mental health hospitals. More on this in the issue. I'm hoping to meet many of you at the events and meetings we have planned over the coming months. Thanks for your support while I find my feet in the new role. With very best wishes, Nikki. Next up, we have the mental health update. And the picture is of a white t-shirt with the words mental health on top of it. IMHN has been working with the Surrey Mental Health Improvement Programme on collecting evidence on the common issue of being bounced inappropriately between mental health services without getting your needs met. The IMHN held a focus group with service users and also discussed the issue with people who work in the services through our local area mental health stakeholder meetings. The mental health team has been helping Surrey County Council Adult Social Care to develop an architectural brief for supported housing for people with mental health support needs in Surrey. This brief will make it easier for this type of supported housing to be built once sites have been agreed on. Three of our team have begun working on a project with Surrey and Borders Partnership NHS Trust SABP Community Transformation Team. The aim is to provide more mental health services within community settings. Our team will be engaging with Surrey residents with a focus on reaching out to those who have the highest health risks to find out what it is they need from these services and to test whether once implemented they are meeting people's needs. 
Over the next month, the IMHN will be doing some work on serious mental illness annual physical health checks and are keen to hear from anyone who has had a health check in the last two years about the experience. Please contact guy.hill at surreycoalition.org.uk if you can help. Next up, we have an article on pathways to change and the picture is of people from diverse backgrounds laying on the grass smiling. Surrey Minority Ethnic Forum, SMEF, and the Independent Mental Health Network, IMHN, are currently working on a research project titled Pathways to Change, which will look at the experiences of South Asian adults within Surrey-based mental health services. So far, the research team have gathered a steering group made up of mental health professionals and service users and carers from South Asian backgrounds and have created a survey which will soon be distributed among South Asian community groups. SMEF and the coalition hope this project will help shed light on the experiences of previously underrepresented groups and help to improve the accommodation of cultural and religious needs within Surrey-based mental health services. Stay updated with the project, please visit the Coalition website. Compassion in Crisis A research project which explores and documents experiences of unplanned admissions to mental health hospitals. It focuses on the experiences of autistic individuals, individuals with learning disabilities and or both. It will use narrative and visual methods to share the findings. Find out more on our website, Compassion in Crisis. Next up, we have an article on in and out and the picture is of a stethoscope with a pen on top of a white piece of paper. The full report of the in and out project, which looked at admissions to and discharges from UK mental health hospitals, has now been finalised and was published on the Coalition website on the 20th of February. The research team are currently gathering a recommendations group made up of mental health professionals service users and carers to discuss the findings of the project and to create recommendations aimed at improving mental health services. To stay updated with the progress of the recommendation group, please visit the Coalition website. Surrey County Council knows that getting older and living longer is something we should all look forward to. However, living a healthy life and living well for yourself, including staying in your own home, can be more difficult for some people. The living well in later life strategy is for older people and unpaid carers, those 65 years and above, living in Surrey and details what the council and its partners will do to help make Surrey a place where people can make the most of their old age. The Older People's Commissioning Team would welcome your input to help shape this plan so it works for all residents. If you would like to be contacted to be part of designing future services by feeding back through workshops, engagement events or phone calls, please follow Living Well in Later Life. Help shape the future plan for older people. Surrey County Council, Citizen Space, surreysays.co.uk. Closed December 31st, 2030. Next up, we have Get Involved and the picture is of a greenhouse next to a lake with some nice greenery. The involvement team have been really busy attending lots of events and meetings. We carried out an access all areas visit to the Surrey Heartlands office at Millmead in Guildford. Our groups of five offered four pages of feedback and suggestions. 
We also made our first TikTok video, which to date has received over 500 views. The involvement team and some of our members were invited to RHS Wisely to look at their new exhibition in the old laboratory, which is due to open to the public in March 2023. Again, we offered lots of feedback on what worked well and where improvements could be made. We have been approached by the chief projectionist from Nova Cinema in Woking, who asked if members could test boosted audio to help improve the cinema experience for those who are hard of hearing. The visit is due to take place in March and we will update you on how this went. In February, our long-term neurological conditions group met and were involved in discussions with the Neurosciences Collaboration Manager on the South West London and Surrey Neurosciences Network. If you would like to be involved in any of our activities in the future, please contact the involvement team on involvement at surreycoalition.org.uk. Next up, we have the technology update and the picture shows someone looking down at their mobile phone with their laptop also in the background. We helped the University of Surrey team to test a new platform that helps people to learn about pishing. A group of eight people over 60 years old gathered in our offices to test the platform and provide their feedback to the University of Surrey team to help improve it and develop it further. We will share details of how you can access the training module once they are publicly available. Nikki presented as part of a panel on our Tech to Community Connect project to the All-Party Parliamentary Group for Assistive Technology in Westminster. The attendees were MPs and peers that are interested in the opportunities presented by assistive technology. It was interesting to hear of other services similar to Tech to Connect community across the country. Hopefully, we will share good practice and collaborate in the future. Surrey County Council is consulting on the proposal to close Arundel House Residential Care Home in Banstead, owned and operated by Surrey County Council. Their overriding priority is the well-being of the residents and staff who they want to involve fully and sensitively. They welcome the views of everyone and any responses received will help when making a decision. Consultation on the closure of Arundel House Residential Care Home run by Surrey County Council Citizen Space, surreysays.co.uk. Closing date 18th of April 2023. Next up is the article for the coalition's trip to Downing Street. The picture shows some members standing outside number 10 Downing Street. On Monday the 20th of February, members and staff from Surrey Coalition of Disabled People travelled to Downing Street to hand in a petition signed by more than 150 organisations. All members of the group travelled into London independently by train, a freedom which could soon be denied to them if the proposed changes, which would entail closing ticket offices and removing guards from trains, come into force. Arriving at Downing Street, there was instant camaraderie with other organisations present, including the National Federation for the Blind, who organised the petition. We drew attention from passers-by with our placards, which had slogans including I have a right to travel by train safely, keep ticket offices open, and we will not be ignored. Jean was approached by a photography student who wanted to take a photo of her holding her placard for her A-level project. Finally, our time slot arrived and we entered Downing Street, which was a surreal experience for us all. We were really hoping to get a glimpse of Larry the Cat, but sadly he was nowhere to be seen. 
We approached the big black door and were given some last minute instructions of protocol, etc. We gave Jonathan the task of announcing our presence with three very loud knocks on the famous door. We handed in our covering letter and explained that we were supporting the petition to request one for all ticket offices to remain open and all manned stations to remain manned at all times with a safe level of staffing. Two, for all trains to have guards, also known as train managers or conductors at all times. Three, for all unmanned stations to become manned at all times with safe level of staffing. The team from the coalition made it clear that it is totally unacceptable that disabled people face having their freedom to independently travel by train taken away from them, a freedom that most people take for granted. The coalition asked that the Prime Minister reconsider the proposals as a matter of urgency. After our big moment, we all took it in turns to have our photos taken in front of one of the most famous doors in the world. Jonathan, Vicky and Jean were interviewed by ITV South and BBC Surrey. The day turned out to be a fascinating experience for us and one to never be forgotten. The picture at the top of page two there is of one of the members in her wheelchair being interviewed outside Downing Street. Next up is the article on the recent visit to the Riding for the Disabled Association or RDA and the picture at the top of the page is of some of the members outside the riding centre with big smiles on their faces. Recently, we had an enjoyable visit to Epsom Riding for the Disabled Association, RDA. The Riding for the Disabled Association is a major UK charity with several affiliated branches run and managed by local teams as their own charitable organisation. The Epsom branch is run solely by volunteers, many of whom have been with the charity for a number of years. The charity focuses on the therapeutic and health benefits of bringing people and horses together. Regular riding improves core strength, balance and coordination. Attending a regular session can also help to combat isolation and loneliness and boost well-being. Epsom is certainly a popular centre holding sessions seven days a week with over 300 registered riders and a long waiting list. We met up at 11am with everyone wrapped up warmly to combat the chilly day and we were shown round to the stables by our guide for the day, Angela, who is one of the trustees and volunteers at the centre. Session had just started so we went over to the outdoor arena to watch. Epsom has an indoor and outdoor school so that riding can continue if the weather is particularly bad. They are also appealing for funding so that they can extend their facilities, put on more sessions and reduce that waiting list. On the second page, we have a picture of Jean standing with a horse and looking quite lovingly at it. There were two riders in the outdoor arena with the rest in the indoor arena. Those that are able to will ride independently, but if necessary, there are volunteers to lead the horses as well as sidewalkers to help with balance. The session leader gives advice and directions. The leaders often work with occupational therapists to assist rehabilitation. Riders at Epsom have a wide variety of learning, sensory and physical disabilities and all benefit from that special connection with a horse. We met most of the horses, patting necks and scratching behind ears and hearing about their history. The horses are out in the fields grazing overnight unless the weather is bad, so of course they were very hairy and muddy. Running the stables takes a large team of volunteers. 
The horses need to be fed, groomed and packed up for the lessons. The stables, yard and tack need to be kept clean. There is even an equine chiropractor to keep the horses' backs healthy. We all remarked on the lovely, calm, relaxed and happy atmosphere in the stables. If you would like more information about getting involved with the RDA, please contact Katie to find out more. Learn more about our Get More activities. Get in touch with Katie. Email katie.hubbard at surreycoalition.org.uk. Phone slash SMS 07434865062. The next page we have is a page on the physical activities that we offer. And there is a picture at the top of two members and they are standing behind some water. Get more active. We know that being more active can increase your energy, improve your sleep, and you also get to spend time with others who share similar interests. We can help you in the following ways. One-to-one -one appointments, weekly group meetings, regular local activity updates, Surrey Coalition of Disabled People's monthly meetup. Active Buddy. It can be daunting attending activities, so we offer an Active Buddy service. The Active Buddy will help you get to and from the activity and support you while you are there. Weekly Peer Support Group Meetings These online meetings take place on a Friday morning at 11.30am. Please contact Katie for more information. Next page is a little bit more about the Active Buddy service and the picture is of someone playing badminton. I've never been good at sports but have always wanted to give it a go. In school, I never got the rules and always lacked confidence. Having fibromyalgia and anxiety, I always wanted someone understanding and supportive to go along with. I saw the advert in the newsletter advertising the new scheme and jumped at the chance. I had a nice chat with Katie about my various additional health issues and needs and the sort of activities I'd be interested in trying. A few weeks later, I heard from Charlotte, my active buddy, and we chatted about my goals and also what she would be interested in doing. During our first chat, Charlotte invited me to the Ladies' Celebration Day held at Eastwood Leisure Centre. There was a huge programme of events. Charlotte and I started off playing badminton and there were lots of different games to improve core badminton skills. After a lovely free lunch, we listened to a motivational talk from Surrey Care Trust. We then moved on to self-defence and then my favourite of the day, cricket, which I've never done before. It was interesting learning the basics and some tips about batting. After this, we played some more fun games to hone our new skills. There is a possibility of a new cricket club for women at the leisure centre if there is enough interest, which I'd like to join. Lastly, we all got together for a fun game of rounders. I had lots of fun and felt inspired to do and try more. Here's to more adventures. Active Buddy Service User. Then we have a page on the exciting coalition announcement, and the picture at the top is advertising the superhero series powered by Marvel, and it shows cartoon children dressed as superheroes. We are participating in the UK's one and only disability sports triathlon, the Superhero Tri. The event takes place this summer, August 12th, at Dorney Lake, Windsor. It is a day full of fun, excitement and team spirit. It's also a great opportunity to raise funds and awareness for the coalition. We are putting together a relay team or teams and are looking for willing participants to join. The relay is split into three sections, swim, bike, 
run, push. The key concept behind the Superhero Try event is inclusivity and creativity. Superhero Try says, if you want flippers or floats in the water or need to use your power chair, we make it possible. In fact, as far as we're concerned, anything goes. Whatever your level of fitness or ability, if you want to join in, you can, using whatever mobility aid you want to use. We are also looking for people to come and cheer our teams on and encourage them around the course, as well as artistic people to help design and make superhero costumes. There are lots of ways you can get involved. Katie, our physical activity navigator, will be helping to guide and give training advice to each participant through the months leading up to the event. Refreshment and transport will be provided by the Coalition for the day. If you want to join in or are interested in more information, please contact Katie. Email katie.hubbard at surreycoalition.org.uk. SMS slash phone 07434865062. Then we move on to the events and... We have lots of events and meetings taking place. These are available on our website or contact the involvement team for more information. And then finally, we have the contact us page. We always love to hear from you. Office email info at surreycoalition.org.uk phone 01483456558 SMS 07563997932. Yasmin Broom, involvement, phone 07455267424. Guy Hill, independent mental health network coordinator, phone 07305009869. Immy Markwick, focus and IMHN, focus. Phone 07593991993. Sylvia Squires Tech to Community Connect Project. Phone 07547016933. Katie Hubbard Get More Active Project. Phone 07434865062. That is all for this edition of Coalition News. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>